Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of AJ and Porsche's Declassified Pop Culture Survival Guide. Yes, everybody. Thank you so much for all of the positive feedback and great reviews of the first ever episode. We can't thank you enough for even listening to it. I don't know. I really appreciate it. I didn't think so many people were going to even attempt to listen to it. Um, What did we have over 50... At the time of this recording, we have 50 listens, yes, on the first episode. (laughs) 50 listens, I know that's proper English. And one from the UK, too. Shout out to the UK listener. Wow, impressive. Yeah, so UK homies, shout us out. If you want to reach us, send us a message here through uh, Anchor or Twitter. Twitter's soon to come. Yes, yeah, yeah, follow us on Twitter whenever we make it. We appreciate you. (laughs) But um, thank you for the positive feedback, the comments, um, the reviews. Keep them coming. We're listening to all of them. We're tweaking it. We really appreciate it. All the negative, all the positive. I mean, I'm appreciating it. I know AG is too, so keep them coming for sure. Yeah, so Portia, why don't you let everybody know what we're going to be getting into today? So today we're going to really dig deep into the whole point of this podcast, which is to um, go into a lot of different aspects of pop culture. So um, today we're going to talk about um, different things. Like, for example, we're going to talk about um, the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to go over Mm -hmm. um, the winner, good or bad. I'm excited about who won. I told you guys about last week or the last episode about who I wanted to win, and she did. Yay. Um, And about the top four and who we thought about it. Um, Me and AJ see a lot of movies. Um, We've seen four or five, I don't even know, but we're going to review four movies um, and what we thought about them. We're going to talk about Godzilla. Booksmart. Aladdin. Rocket Man. And and that's it. That's it, yeah. Um, So far. And um, so we're going to talk about those and what we thought about them. Um, we're actually really into a double shot at love with yes. Polly D and Vinny. Um, side note, I've been really into the Jersey Shore ever since what, 2008, 9, 10, 11, whatever year it <laughs> debuted on mm-hmm. MTV. So having their, um, reality TV show all about love has been very exciting and me and AJ are really, really obsessed with it. So hope you guys like listening about it or listening to it because we're going to talk about it. We are. All right, so let's get into it. So our first order of business is to talk about the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, on their 11 legendary season, season 11. Their what? Their 11 legendary. 11 legendary. Yes, that's what they said. Their season 11, their 11 legendary. I can't with them. (laughs) You watch it, it's all full of puns. I know, I love it. I was going to say, like, there's one thing that I'm shocked of in the three almost three years i've been dating aj is that like he's actually gotten into watching rupaul's drag race with me just because we're not really into the same type of tv shows normally right aj's more into like crime shows Ooh, and i'm all about true crime shows i'm not i just um, finished watching chernobyl no that was awesome not for me um <laughs> that's a good like put me to sleep show um i'm more into like cooking and stuff but anyway so i was Always watching RuPaul at night, coming home from my second job, because it was always on on Thursdays. And that was one thing that actually AJ would sit down and watch with me, which always shocked me. And AJ would Mm -hmm. start asking me questions, (laughs) actually would get into the runway looks with me. And 
don't know. Tell them, tell yeah. them AJ, well, why I mean, you started getting into it. <laughs> well, it just started with, I knew Portia wanted to watch it when she got home from work. So I would just sit on the couch with her and, you know, either be on my iPad or playing my Nintendo Switch or whatever. Um, and every now and then I would catch a really funny soundbite and just chuckle to it and keep going about my business. But as the weeks went by, I noticed taking my eyes off of my devices more and more and actually watching the entire show. And let me tell you, these girls are hilarious. I've learned so many like catchphrases and like this whole different culture. Now you're the hip straight man at work. Now I'm the hip straight man at work. <laughs> yes. Congratulations to me, right? Shantae, you stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sasha, he'll wait. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> okay, whatever. But anyway, so yeah, last week they crowned the winner of this uh, season 11. And my favorite queen won, which was Evie Oddly. Um, mm-hmm. AJ's not so much. Congratulations. Okay, you don't have to keep repeating it. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me what you thought, AJ. I know she wasn't your favorite, but... She wasn't my favorite, but it has nothing to do with her drag or what she brings talent-wise. You know, she's incredibly talented. She definitely deserved to win over Brooklyn Heights. Like I was telling to you and our friends Nicole and Zach who watched the finale with us, was that, you know, Brooklyn was just doing the same thing over and over. And, I mean, the argument can be also made for Silky and um, even Curiously Davenport. But... I thought Akira was going to win because she was like the safe choice. You know, she was the boring choice. She was kind of boring, but like she always looked good and on point. All her dance moves were always good. Like she was she's a great drag queen. Um, The reason why I didn't like Evie was because in the earlier episodes, her episodes, episodes, (laughs) in the earlier episodes, her uh, personality was like really annoying to me. Like She always had drama with people like for kind of the same reason that you didn't like Silky. I didn't like Evie. Okay, no, Silky was just annoying in the aspect that she hated Evie because Evie spoke her mind. Yeah, too goddamn much. No, not even. I'm sorry that Evie called out people because of the fact that literally Evie would call out Silky and be like, oh, you're not taking in the judges' criticisms. And Silky would be like, doesn't matter, I'm going to win. No, bitch, obviously you lost. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sorry that I like a queen that speaks their mind and... I'm sorry, most of the show, they'll speak their minds to, like, the weird side cameras where they do those stupid interviews and not to their faces in the workroom. So, yeah, I like a queen that'll actually speak to someone. My Mm. bad, because I'm a petty person as well. So I like people who are petty, which is why I also like Scarlet, but no one likes Scarlet. No one likes Scarlet. I'm a fan (laughs) of Scarlet Envy, so not really her drag. I liked her as a person (laughs) because they make for good TV. So I like good petty TV. Yeah, that was so uncomfortable when they had the reunion. Like, everyone just hated Scarlet. I didn't even know half of those queens that showed up. And But you also watched halfway through the season. Yeah, so but, it like, like, still, it's like, who are you? Like, why are you coming out here? Anyways. But, I mean, she won. She was... The reason I really liked Evie Oddly is solely for the fact that she was the first, in my opinion, one of the first kind of almost original winners. Besides the fact that, I mean, granted, listeners... I haven't been solely watching Drag Race like for a full season besides season 10. So you haven't watched every legendary season? season? No. Not all of them? Not all the way through. I watched season 10 last year, which, I mean, Aquaria, who won, had a lot of cool original looks as well. 
And I mean, Aquaria was like the youngest winner ever. And then Evie oddly is also very young. So like a lot of queens that we usually win are like kind of older. So like, it's kind of like a new age of drag that's starting to win. And like Evie's stuff's like pretty cool and original. Ooh, a new age Ooh, of new drag. New age of drag, yeah. Wow. So original, so new. But like Evie's stuff wasn't glam. Evie's stuff wasn't high fashion in a sense. Like her stuff was original and cool and I don't know, it was different. And that's what was cool to look at. It wasn't the same stupid bodysuit that everyone hated Vanjie for. It wasn't the same. Chill my girl Vanjie. <laughs> Yeah, you like Vanjie because she's funny. That's the only reason why you like her. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's the reason why I started watching the show, honestly. Like, that for that reason, that got me in. Vanjie will be on All Stars, don't worry. You'll see her for another season. Oh, I can't sure. wait. But no, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um, Evie definitely had the talent and was so different from everybody else. Like, it was so frustrating to see Vanjie wear bodysuit after bodysuit after bodysuit after she was told not to. And, um, you know, unfortunately, she did deserve to go home. But... I know that I can buy my chips ahoy, and that Vanjie's getting some of those proceeds, and I like... No one eats chips ahoy cookies. They taste like sand. I'm going to start eating <laughs> chips ahoy cookie now. Thanks to my girl, Vanjie. Uh, get some from my mom, too. <laughs> um, yeah, side note, y'all. She has a promotion with chips ahoy. We'll send you a link on Twitter if you want to look at yeah, it. Not yeah. a lot of people know this. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, just Google uh, Vanjie chips ahoy. Um, I also really liked in the uh, reunion... Where they just like randomly cut to Vanjie to get this commercial. Like, do you remember that? Yes. That's so also, odd. They did that on the um, finale too for um, Monet Exchange. I know you don't really know who Monet Exchange is. She was on is, season 10. Okay. And she also was on All Stars. Sometimes I can't tell if these are like names of queens or like like makeup companies. No. <laughs> like Monet oh, Exchange. Sweetheart. But um she they did like a cut to like a promotion for like crust white strips. But I guess if that's what you need for endorsements. Hey, yeah. Whatever Maybe pays the bills, right? Someone sponsor me. Yes. We're looking for sponsored chips ahoy. We're looking at you. No, we need truly sponsorships actually. <laughs> yes, facts. Truly and Bud Light and no. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the sponsorships we can get. All right, AJ, time to focus. So <laughs> let's talk about movies now. So, ooh. ooh, movies. So AJ and I are avid moviegoers. We see movies all the time, obviously. Shout out to AMC A-List. Yes, we love it. We're those three movies a week type of people. Not really. We'll try and see them as much as we can. But we've seen a lot lately <laughs> yeah we watched um godzilla recently Booksmart, aladdin and rocket man last night yes uh tomorrow night i'll be watching the dark phoenix oh can't relate i'll be at work must be nice <laughs> uh so the first movie that we want to talk about here is godzilla king of the monsters Ugh. and i know portia isn't the biggest godzilla fan in the world yep um I mean, neither or not, but I really did like Godzilla as a kid. I remember watching the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie and that iconic scene now where King Kong is shoving a whole tree down Godzilla's throat. What? And <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen that clip, I'm actually be tweeting it later on so everybody can see it. But um, Do people want to see that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, people want to see it for sure. <laughs> it's really good. They're just puppets and they had this epic fight and that was part of the... Uh, the fight sequence. So I just remember watching that as a kid and then rooting so hard for Godzilla, but spoiler alert, 
King Kong won on that one. But Yeah, it was rumored for the longest time that there was two versions of that. The American version where King Kong won, because, you know, he was like the Western monster or whatever. And then in the Asian or Japanese edition. I was like, is this edition, like some sort of racist thing? No, it's not a racist thing. <laughs> they just it, There's a rumor that it was like a, a marketing thing. So that the, you know, Godzilla is a, a legendary monster. Um, he's a, a really big icon, especially in Japan. So the Japanese version was rumored to have Godzilla win and beat King Kong. But, you know, little known fact, not, maybe not little known, but uh, back then they would actually reshoot certain scenes that the Japanese movies made to put in American actors and uh, just to make it more accessible to people here in America who back then, like, you know, they maybe have, they may have had some uh, different racial stereotypes, especially with World War II and, you know, all that stuff going on. Um, so yeah, I've been a fan for a little while since I was a kid. I kind of went on a little rant there, but I was like, I literally know nothing about Godzilla (laughs) nor King Kong. Sorry. Well, (laughs) that's why we have a good balance here. So Portia, what did you think about this Godzilla King of the Monsters? Um, I mean, I thought it was decent. Um, I really liked Mothra. Mothra was pretty. Mothra, yeah, was my favorite monster in the movie. She was very pretty. She had really cool colors. Ghidorah was pretty intense as well. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Rodan? Rowan? Rodan. Rodan. Oof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry, guys. Godzilla's never been a thing in my life. I saw the 2014-13 Godzilla the one with Brian Cranston? Yes. Yeah. I really actually saw it just for Brian Cranston. Spoiler alert, Brian Cranston died within like the first like 10 minutes of the film. <laughs> um, so that kind of sucked. And I actually only saw it because my ex dragged me to see it. Um, so I really didn't know anything about it. That's the only Godzilla film I've ever seen. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I actually saw this just because AJ really wanted to see it. So, um, yeah, but did you like it? Yeah. I mean, it was cool. The effects were really cool. Mm. But besides that, I. Don't really have any thoughts about it. I mean, it was fun to watch for the two hours I was there, and that those are my opinions. I definitely didn't like it more <laughs> than the uh, the previous Godzilla movie, the one with the Brian Cranston in it. With the Brian Cranston, um, I thought that that one was just so much better for different reasons. The human stories were better. Um, you know, Eleven really didn't give me a reason to care about her, and um, the the fights were. You know, probably better in this movie, I'll say. They spent a lot of the budget and effects on uh, Ghidorah, and it showed. But Ghidorah looked phenomenal. I was going to say, like, he looked really cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little bit of a shame because I go to the movies to see Godzilla. I get that, uh, yeah, Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah, you know, you have a lot of these big iconic monsters coming out now. um, And you got to spend a lot of the money on them, get more shots on them. There was this one recurring shot that I really loved from Ghidorah where uh, anytime there was like smoke or anything going on, he would actually put all three of his heads down to the ground and start slithering around like a snake and have his tongue out so that he could smell like, I don't know. Like a snake. Like a snake, you know, smelling the blood and everything that he wants to munch and crunch on while he's fighting Godzilla. Um, I really did like that they... Uh, had more of a, you know, meta, meta relationship with Godzilla where they 
you know, joined the fight with him and they recognized that this ancient civilization was there once and Godzilla lives there. Gojira. Gojira. I really liked all of that. You know, it was action-packed and overall enjoyable. Not the best movie in the world. It does get kind of schlocky at some points and I do wish that they spent so a little more time on Godzilla and some of the human points. Uh, but yeah, those are my thoughts on the Godzilla movie. Any last thoughts for you, Portia? What would you give it out of 10 stars? Ooh, out of 10? We're giving it out of 10. All right. Um, I'd give it a solid six and a half out of 10. What? That's a yeah. high rating. What would you give it? I don't know, like a five. <laughs> like a five? Okay, fair. I mean, like I said, I don't... I mean, it was cool to look at, but I didn't even know any backstory to Ghidorah or Rodan. Yep. I don't even know the poor guy's name. Um, I just want to say, though, that the mammoth one was really cool. I want to know his story. We don't ever know his story. That was kind of sad. They never mentioned him. I mean, who cares? He's a he's a B monster. Um, He's an A monster in my heart. <laughs> We're all here for the king of the monsters. Godzilla. I wasn't. I'm here for it. Can't wait for the next one. Go Godzilla. Oh, whatever. No, let's go King Kong. No. <laughs> um, that's a hard no from me. Let's uh, go to King Booksmart. How about that? Yes, this movie I was all about. This one was so good. If you guys have not seen it, you should actually skip over this part because we'll probably spoil it. But this one had the key to my heart. It was like the super bad but better of 2019. <laughs> wow, you think it was better than super bad? No, but okay. it was still really good. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Yeah, I mean, it had me laughing from start to finish. And um, I actually cared about the girls, which it's hard to make me care about, like, coming of age characters sometimes. I was going to say, how did you start me to care about girls? I was like, whoa, okay. No. <laughs> Jesus. No, I love girls. Shout out to all the girls out there. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it was a hilarious movie, I think. And they did a lot of things really well. The comedy was unique. They subverted a lot of expectations in a good way. And the characters were, I mean, they had personality. They had their own identities, even though they were like these loser best friends. It didn't feel like a ripoff or anything of super bad. I can see why people make those comparisons to it. But, uh, you know, it, this movie can definitely stand on its own. And I just want to say, like, it actually hit home to me, too. I admitted to AJ in the middle of the movie that, I mean, if you've never seen the movie, I actually never went to any, like, high school parties either, which is why I related really hard to these girls. Um, yeah, I mean, I was prom queen or whatever. I seemed like I kind of had it going on maybe in high school to anyone who's even listening that went to my <laughs> high school, but I didn't go to... I was never invited to not one high school party. Um, yeah, I went to, like, a somewhat... I guess, good college. You would never know with how I speak. But <laughs> I related to them very hard. Like, <laughs> no, I wasn't a lesbian. No, I didn't go to Yale or Columbia. But I related to them very, very hard. Like, these girls had my heart from the beginning to the end because that's how me and my best friends were in high school. I felt like them. I was them. So I, I felt that. <laughs> that's really cool because... I kind of knew those girls in high school and I could like see, you know, myself in her classmates. Um, I thought it was really kind of funny and not like a super like a uh, ha ha comedic way. 
that when they found out all of those kids that goofed off and enjoy their time were still going to really great universities, that's that's real. You know, it's just they're not the ones shoving it down your throat. They're like, oh, I'm getting straight A's and I'm going to uh, Princeton. I forget what school they were going to. They went to Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. Harvard, everybody whatever. was going there. Yeah. All the Ivy League, Stanford. One kid was what, like coding at Google, even though he was like 20. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, the guy from thought of this. <laughs> stupid i mean yeah it's, it's realistic right you yeah, know which is funny though yeah you can definitely have a good time and do well in school um <laughs> but like the supporting cast of characters and this was hilarious as well you know with the uh to the two theater guys oh my gosh yeah. they were so good yeah though i like the one with the waspy glasses he was so funny uh, i can't remember his name but he reminds me of one of my dear friends angel angel if you're listening i, I love you Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just like how he had a murder mystery like themed dinner party the night before his high school graduation. Yeah. And he's over there yelling at his parents, You said I could have the house till midnight. And he's like, Shut the fuck up, I have it until eleven and his like little sister's flicking him off as they're like playing Scrabble. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was probably my favorite like supporting character, uh, maybe outside of Gigi. Oh my god, Gigi. I loved her. But she was like the best friend to that. What was his name? Was his name Jared? Um, I'm the name of Jared. I don't know if his sure. name was Jared. It was Jared. He was such a sweetheart. I know, but I don't know. It was just, they were just so realistic. Was his name Jared? Um, yes, it was Jared. There we go. We're, we're looking at a, like a cast list right now. But um, it's also, I mean, I don't know much about directors or anything, but was this Olivia Wilde's first time directing or anything? Or? Um... Because if so, shout out to her. She did. I a, think it was either she did that. A good job. Maybe she had another movie. Yeah, she did great. Like and to be honest, I didn't even realize that Olivia Wilde directed this wow. movie. But go for it. go Olivia Wilde. Yeah, no, she did. Shout out to her. But I really enjoyed it. It's been my one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. To be quite honest, I was a really really big fan. Yeah. So how many stars would you give it out of ten? What out of ten? I'd give it a nine. Ooh, a nine. A nine. Wow. You know what? I'm going to go with you and give it a nine as well. Yes. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Uh, I mean, pacing-wise, everything was really good. Also, I'm going to call Malala on you now. Oh, is that a thing now? Yep. No. I don't, I, we can't do Malala. Well, well I'm going to say, like, I'm going to if I ever need you. So now you have to listen to me. Uh, I don't know about that. Wow, you're my boyfriend. Okay, can I call Bruce Springsteen on you? I guess. It's not yes. the same thing. How is it not the same thing? They're not the same people. Debatable, honestly. Okay. All right, let's move on because that's going to be a whole other episode. <laughs> Bruce Peterson versus Malala Jesus. and their cultural significance. All right. Don't get me started. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so the next movie that we want to talk about here that we watched was 2019's live action Aladdin. What do you think about it, Portia? Well... Here's another thing, too, kind of, I guess, similar to Godzilla, not really. Um, I wasn't really huge into Disney movies as a kid. <gasps> I know. I guess I was deprived. I wasn't, though, because I guess I was just more into watching, like, Rugrats and everything more Nickelodeon-based, but I don't even really remember the watching the original Latin as a kid, so is it sad that... I like was kind of shocked with the story. I was like, "Oh, I mean, yeah, kind of." I was like, "Oh, who's Prince Ali? Oh, this is cool. He's acting as a new prince. Ooh, fun. Oh, the genie. Oh, I mean, I knew who Jafar was. I knew who like I knew who the characters were, but I mean, all I knew was a whole new world. Here's Jasmine. Who are the characters? I didn't know Jafar turned into the Sultan. Like, I didn't know any of this stuff. So it kind of felt like a whole new movie to me. 
I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think I'm the only person in my generation ever who went into this movie not knowing what was going on. Maybe. Um, I'm super familiar with Aladdin. Uh, I have a younger sister who is, you know, only three years younger than me. So I watched all these Disney movies growing up and then I had to watch them again with her. And also, thanks to the Kingdom Hearts franchise, it's kept all of these old animated movies alive for me throughout the years. Seeing we had an Xbox, so yeah, we, we didn't own that. We, I played Halo. Shout out to my dad for making so. me get a PlayStation 2. Fun story, I really, um, really wanted a GameCube. But my dad, and I guess this is where I get it from, he did his research on it and found out that playstation was the superior console like text don't specs even, wise. i'm sorry we got an xbox for free shout uh, out to scott who worked at microsoft thanks all right anyways <laughs> so i was able to get a playstation and my first ever game on it was final fantasy 10 and that really like set the foundation for the type of gamer that i became i guess let's roll um, back to aladdin but yes yeah, so i was able to play kingdom hearts as a kid and aladdin was one of my favorite uh, my favorite worlds there in Agrabah. So, yeah, I mean, everything, the movie did a fine job of, like, hitting all the beats, I guess. Uh, I mean, they were all very, <laughs> they're all very handsome and beautiful. Like, Princess Jasmine, holy shit, she's gorgeous. I mean, Aladdin's fine, too. Yeah, no, Aladdin is super He handsome. also talked like this. That was my biggest thing about this movie. This dude is super handsome and, like, charismatic, but... He can't deliver a line. Like, he was all like, I thought a princess could go anywhere. Yeah. Princess. Very like, annoying. Oh, my God. I don't know what it was, but surprisingly, Will Smith, like, He carried, carried this the, movie on his back. His back must movie. have been hurting. Like, he was phenomenal. Like, I thought he was going to do a good job as a genie, but he, like, really exceeded my expectations. He was the best part. For sure, yeah. Everything was good. Like, his singing, the like the new numbers that they did with Will Smith, and uh, the, the rapping part. Uh, yeah, that was like, fire. That was so good. I didn't know how they were going to be able to... The um, magic carpet was also... My yeah. favorite part. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't want to say that they, they topped Robin Williams uh, because he was, I mean, that was a transformative performance that he gave as Genie and, you know, really pushed the boundaries of what type of personalities a uh, an animated character have. But he did an awesome job, I think. And um, I mean, I guess that's all I have to say about that, except for there's one part that I really, really hated. Do you remember what that was? No. So when... <laughs> Jasmine had cast her new song, which okay, cool. But there's oh, that random like, moment where, like, like, yeah, it was symbolic. Like, <laughs> some uh, symbolic to what? They pooped away, and then she still got dragged away. They were like symbolic of her, and I don't remember. I don't remember even half the movie because it was like two weeks ago. That we so she this. like starts singing, and then it's almost as memory. if like <laughs> Thanos came through and snapped because everybody's just disappearing, and then she's like singing about how. I'm going to be the sultan or whatever. And then she just gets dragged away. Like, well, whatever. Like, sashay away. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Dude, Jesus. How, <laughs> what would you give this movie out of 10? Uh, I suppose like a five. Like a five? I'd probably give it like a four. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, You're really lowballing it. Uh, was my it wasn't that bad. Like it. Yeah, I, I think don't know. it's definitely I don't think up I would there watch on the live actions. It was better than Dumbo. 
<laughs> yeah, it was better than Dumbo. Um, That's the only other two that you've seen. Beauty and the Beast was pretty decent, but I think this is better than... I saw some of Beauty and the Beast. It's boring. Better. I think it's better than Beauty and the Beast. Uh, whatever. I mean, I give it a four. You can't change that. Okay. <laughs> Sheesh. All right. What's the next movie, Portia? Rocket Man. Nice. Rocket Man. We saw that one last night. So, so it fresh is on fresh our minds. on our minds. Just like all of John's drugs that he took. Yeesh. Yeah. So. Too soon. Too soon. So, first of all, Taryn Egerton did an amazing job uh, portraying Elton John. The only problem is he's way more handsome than Elton John is in real life. But he showed us that he can actually sing, which I think added a lot to his credibility um, portraying that role. And he was able to very effectively portray different emotions coming out. Well, what do you think about him? Um, the actor? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> his performance... Uh, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite movie. I was telling you about that last night. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it was weird how it was just edited together. The movie, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to, I guess, form my thoughts into words. It, yeah. it, it was good. It's just the way that the, you guys just have to, I guess, watch it to understand it. No, you're right. There were some like strange editing choices, but I thought that that was, like kind of cool and unique and refreshing because in a year or the last two years that we've gotten so many um, music biopics that this one was like refreshing, refreshingly new. I yeah, really I guess liked... I was just expecting it to be like the other ones and it wasn't. This was definitely more of a musical based one. Like it was yeah. like a true musical, but it was kind of edited weirdly. Like I'd almost compare it to almost like an across the universe type of weird editing. Hmm. If, if, if you guys have ever seen across the universe. Where it's kind of like trippy editing and you're like, wait, what am I watching? Where am I looking? What am I supposed to be looking at? Wait, why is this weirdly spinning? What's going on? Oh, wait, he just poofed away. Why is he on a rocket ship? Oh, wait, he's Rocket Man. Wait, why is he young? Oh, he's old. I'm confused. Huh? Yeah, I didn't really have a hard time keeping up with the movie. Um, and I did like that the... That I, I'm, all I didn't like... have a hard time keeping up. It's just... Oh, okay. I understand what was don't <laughs> now you're making me seem dumb. It's just I don't know. I just I guess I expected more. Um yeah, like going back to the music, I thought that every song felt like it was like a new music video. It was really awesome, especially at the end, um, when they're on the beach and going around singing and everything and it looks like it's shot through like an eighties camera. I thought that was really cool and unique. I was a big fan of this movie overall. Love Elton John's music. And hopefully you and I will be able to see him on his final tour this year. Yeah. Coming to Tampa. Yeah, his last ever tour ever because he's going to be finally settling down, raising his kids with his husband. And that's why I really want to see it because this is it. Because he said his last one was that was it. And I mean, maybe this is his final forever on the brick road, so we'll see. But. <laughs> on the brick road. Yep, so... Yellow brick road. How many stars would you give this uh, movie well, out of apparently 10, I didn't please? understand it, but... <laughs> um, Sorry. Jeez. Uh, I'll give this one a 6.25. 6. 6.25? 2.5. 2.5. 5. 2.5. So we're going in and doing quarter ones now? We don't have to. I'm just going to. All right, cool. I can well, do what I want. It's my podcast. Sure. Oh, it's, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I would give this movie 
7.33. Oh, How about okay, that? you have to top me there. Well, yeah, just because seven's a bigger number doesn't mean I'm topping you. That's my opinion. <laughs> All right. So what do we have next? I think that's it for our movies. Yeah, um, for now until you're seeing Dark Phoenix, right? I will be seeing Dark Phoenix tomorrow night. Yes, ma'am. We're hoping to see, I mean, I want to see Brightburn. Yeah, we want to see Brightburn eventually. I really want to see Ma. <laughs> I'm down to see Ma. <laughs> I'm really intrigued by all these Snapchat filters, and then they have a big poster where I work. I say Ma's probably going to be a Horror Nights house, too. All the Horror Nights. <laughs> that would be so funny. It's going to be so dumb, but I'm... It's a, what, a Blumhouse movie, right? Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be. I'm safe to assume, but... Okay. Yeah, so we can talk about Dark Phoenix next time. I'll let you and the listeners know all about it. I was going to say, I'm probably yeah. not going to see it. Um, I haven't seen the last, like, three <laughs> X-Men. So, oh well. Yeah, so why don't we just go ahead and get into the other show that we're watching. Double Shot at Love with, with Vinny and, and DJ, DJ Pauly Del DJ Pauly Del Yeah, so earlier in the podcast, Portia was not downplaying how big of a Jersey Shore fan she is. Like, we watched the Jersey Shore vacation, family vacation. We threw a party at our house. We threw which... a, yeah, when I came back. But that was the first time we had ever thrown a party at our house, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's what well, we had like 15 people here. Our house is very small, which I'm pretty sure most of you actually attended that party since most of you listen to it, this podcast, but very cramped, very fun party. Um, I'm so obsessed with the show, the Jersey Shore original show that I actually have a shirt from the Shore store yeah, that buddy. I ordered, had shipped to my house. Like I'm still waiting to go to the Jersey Shore to visit the house. The duck phone's actually supposed to be there. Like, I don't play with how, excuse me, much of a fan I've been of this show. It was definitely t-shirt time for Portia when she ordered that shirt. Sure. Cabs are here. Taxi's on a key. I actually, yes, speaking of the Italy, Uh sorry, I'm so excited. I actually went to the pizza shop when I went to Florence with my cousin. That's how much of a fan I am. I love it. But, yeah, so let's go back to the fact, yes, when the... Show came out, Double Shot at Love, with Polly and Vinny. AJ and I started watching it, and we fell in love. I mean, was there ever a question that we would not, like, get wrapped up in all of this? I mean, we don't really watch, like, crap really... I mean, I watch crap reality like this. We haven't watched, like, a dating show like this before. Yeah, you're right. Together. No, you're, and yeah. now we're actively watching it. We have our favorite people. And you have your favorite person that you're in mm. love with. <laughs> That was a creepy grunt, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you didn't have to be like that. But <laughs> she just makes me feel that way. Well, who is it? Are you gonna tell the listeners? It's Maria. It's Maria. Why don't you talk about her? Talk about the show. Tell tell everybody what's up. <laughs> so Maria is my favorite girl. I think that she's the most attractive. I think she has the best personality. She's like such a weirdo, and she and Vinny really play off each other nicely. But now. Spoiler alert, she's thinking about going after Polly because Vinny's been playing those games. She's going after Polly to make him jealous. Well, I mean, they're there to date both men. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's not fair that Polly and Vinny get to date all these women and they don't get to. You but know... is Vinny actually dating all the other women? No, he's kind of right. honing in on people. Yeah, and Vinny's people are dropping. Um, <laughs> They're dropping over to Polly's side. Yeah, because Vinny's boring and is just sitting there like weirdly blinking in the corner like he does. 
<laughs> he does. He goes like this blinks, blinks, blinks. Yeah, like, that's like, what he does. He's... Like Elle, remember they had that nice date in the presidential suite um, when he won the debate against Paul A.D.? But now Elle was over there making out with Polly. Yeah, because Elle's a hoe. Elle is a hoe. You know who's not making out with Polly, though? Maria. She's just trying to get her man jealous and want her. Yeah, because she was on another show. That's how she knows how to get TV cameras on her. True. But whatever. <laughs> the one I really, 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 really don't like is Nikki. And why? Bro, she's so fucking fake. Like, she's been through it. She has abandonment issues. Leave been through what, bro? Leave her alone. She's sad. We're all sad. Wow. At me next time. Nah, at me. That's my hashtag. I'm sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sympathy for Nikki. She's... Uh, She's like Evie, always has to start trouble. Oh my god, do not bring, bring my queen into this. Always bring up drama when there doesn't need to be. Like, shit. She has had the most days with Polly, yet anytime she sees Polly going and having so much as a conversation with another girl, she starts crying, gets all mad and shit. Like, now you know how I feel, but you go and talk to people. <laughs> oh my god. It's my job to talk to people. Oof. No, she literally acts like our cat. Rhaegar, when Valerian's getting any attention, he has to come over here and, like, start drama with her. Yeah, that's true. He um, does start, like, clawing at her. It's intense. No, but it's just annoying, and I can't believe, like, uh, she, like, fooled Angelina, too. She's... See, I didn't she, see that episode. But oh, you didn't see that episode? Yeah, I was passed out on the couch. Oh, yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> so Angelina came over, and I was, like, so excited. I'm like, yes! Like, Angelina's gonna fucking read this bitch. Nope. She... Got mad at Mish, and of course Mish is like super soft and started crying and went upstairs. And then Angelina's like, bro, you're going to be with my friends. You got to have a fucking spine if you're going to be a family. And Nikki just stayed there when Mish was trying to protect her. And then at the end, when they all went to go talk to Angelina on the couch or whatever, Nikki started crying and all this shit. Like, the girls hate me. Of course they hate you because you're so annoying. And you cause drama with annoying. everybody. Also, Mish came on the show and was like, I don't know who Polly and Vinny are. Like, I hope this is post Malone. Like, what? <laughs> why would you want to be on a dating show and hope you're dating post Malone, who looks like he lives in a trash can with Oscar the Grouch? Don't lie. You would go on that show. Absolutely not. I would don't never lie. date post Malone. You would be out there hanging in the beer bongs in Bentley House. I've never. I would want some beer bongs and bentleys but i would not <laughs> want to be dating post malone i think you're a liar okay yeah well i mean that's that about double shot at love i guess <laughs> let's talk about the next episode when it comes out but long story short i love maria and hate nikki there we go and everybody else is just kind of there yeah i mean i don't really have a favorite girl thank you for asking um <laughs> I just want my mans, both of my mans, to find love. Actually, I hope they don't, so there's another season. Just like how there was Flavor of Love, like 1, 2, and 3, Charm School, Daisy of Love, Rock of Love. That's what I, I love want. New York. I love New York. That's what I want. I want spinoffs. Like, this is what I want to occur, to be quite honest. Yeah, the planets are aligning for you, Portia. Yes, I'm so excited. This is what I love about reality TV are the spinoffs and all of this stuff, so... I hope they never find love. Sorry, guys. Because <laughs> I need more crap TV in my life. You know who needs a show? There should be Ronnie of love. Yes. yes. For him to... St- no, actually, because Get I don't Ronnie want... Get Ronnie a show. No, we don't need more toxic relationships. I don't need any more crying. We don't need bed throwing. 
No. Well, it's it's just gonna be Ronnie, and then Ronnie's gonna be there, and he's gonna figure it out. It's like whole love situation okay and then, then they can bring in his baby mama no and then, she'll like ooh. throw people out of cars and stuff and drag them on the new york sh- or the las vegas strip <laughs> like york she strip. did ronnie ended <laughs> up looking <laughs> ronnie ended up looking like a new york strip <laughs> <laughs> jesus no oh my god this. we need to make that show happen absolutely not mtv vh1 so are you listening no please god no was that you in the uk <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh my god, what if Ronnie's thing was in the UK? They actually do have like a UK shore show. I don't know what it's called though. Um, is it the the Essex thing? I guess. Essex is the way or the only way is Essex? That's not what it's called. No, I know it's not called that. Downton Abbey. Absolutely not. (laughs) Which, I can't believe they're making a movie about that. I don't know anything about anything British related except for Skins. Skins. Yeah. That show was weird. I didn't really watch it. Um, no, you know about Harry Potter. Barely. Barely. Speaking of Harry Potter, Professor McGonagall is in the Downton Abbey movie and she got old. She was old in Harry Potter. Yeah, but like old, old. You thinking she's dying or something? Like, I mean, she doesn't look like she's living. (laughs) Well, she's white. (laughs) Just for clarification, if you guys didn't know, Portia is white, by the way. I can make these jokes. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean do you have anything else to share about that note (laughs) double shot at love um i mean no not really i just love the show like i said um i'm excited to see what happens with the rest of the season i do like maria so i'm team her winning for Vinny. um i hope Susie goes for polly um oh my god you mean alessandra oh god we don't have to call out (laughs) our friend like that sure so Besides that, not really. I'm just excited to watch it and keep watching it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I mean, I guess we can take a look forward at some things that we can that we're going to be talking about in future episodes, like 90 Day Fiance. That is our show. Yes. I don't know if you guys watch it. We love that show so I, much. I just recently got all caught up again. So Portia, you need to get all caught up Ooh, because like. Awesome. Those things going on with Nickel and Azen. Ooh, it's getting good. Uh, Handsmaid Tale just dropped today. I just mm-hmm. watched the first episode. I wasn't going to talk about it, though, because it literally just dropped today, and I'm not going to do you guys like that. But it is so good, so I'll talk about that hopefully in the next episode or two. I've never seen a single episode of that, so you can teach me about it. Yes, absolutely. It is incredible. Really good show. Um, definitely probably see some more summer movies. Yeah, I mean, and if you guys have any suggestions, we are going to be opening up the Twitter. Uh, probably by the time this show is put on all your podcast channels. Um, so feel free to hit us up there and let us know if you want us to watch a particular movie or a show. It doesn't have to be new. You know, as long as it's just, you know, relevant to the pop culture scene. Yeah, have us if you want us to, like, review it together, give our opinions. Or if you guys have anything else... if please keep reviewing and keep giving us more feedback and commentary. We really need it. We really want it. We want to know what you guys want us to talk about, want us to review. If you guys want to ever jump in the podcast with us, you want to phone in, you want us to read your comments. What do you guys want to hear? If you want us to keep rambling to each other, we can do that, I guess. I don't know if we're fun. If you find us fun, sure. I mean... I don't. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I find us fun. My boyfriend barely does. So that's why he has his AirPods in every time he's at home. But it's okay. That's not true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
Yeah, but um, that was it for this episode of AJ and Porsche's Declassified. So we'll see you next time, guys. Yeah, take care. Bye.